If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to do so. Become Marie's friend on Facebook or follow her on Twitter. Check out Marie's new website. It has a whole new look and added features like Chakra of the Month and a live Twitter feed. Sign up for Marie's free newsletter. Each quarter, she writes an in-depth article in response to Dear Marie questions. Email Marie if you'd like your question to be answered in an upcoming edition. For more information, visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, or call 425-825-5671. Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Welcome to the Marie Menu Cherry Show. We are live here Thursday, gorgeous Thursday in Seattle with one of my dear friends and celebrated naturopath, Dr. Sheila Dunn Merritt. Hi, Marie. Hi. Hi. It's so great to see you. Thank you. It really is gorgeous. Gorgeous. Lucky us. The tulips are opening. And finally, even Eric said, finally spring. (sighs) Yes. And you know, Earth Day is tomorrow, so we couldn't ask for a better weather to celebrate Earth Day. Oh, I love that. Because I see skies of blue. Come on, all of you. (laughs) That was very good. Skies of blue. You, you guys go. go ahead. I can't see. What a wonderful <laughs> world. Right? That's adorable. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that is adorable. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Gorgeous outside. Absolutely beautiful. That is a good segue into what we were going to talk about today, isn't it? About what a wonderful word, world it is and focusing on what we want versus what we want to fight against. Right, right. Because we fight against everything. Drugs, cancer. I mean... Well, luckily, you and I don't do that, (laughs) but in the world that we live in, our world is fighting. Right. Um, And I think that unconsciously, we're receiving those messages all of the time, Mm -hmm. that we're supposed to fight against this and, you know, battle that, and, oh, she fought the good fight. And, um, you know, I was, I think I was telling you this, I I had a patient the other day, and... um, she came in with an extraordinary list, typewritten, one-page list of all the medications that she was on to fight against all of these symptoms. And I, many of us believe that that's correct, that that's exactly what we're supposed to do. And truthfully, that's not the medicine that I do. I'm not into fear-based medicine, fighting against. I'd much rather believe, as I do, as I know you do, that we want to move toward what we want. Right. And we want to support our bodies are fully capable of supporting us if we give the body our body the tools and we don't suppress. And what happens too often is is that people come in and they've been suppressed. Mm-hmm. And you know, our bodies get confused messages when we're suppressed and it becomes much more difficult to treat. Right. And those symptoms that we do have, you know, when we have a health issue, it's our body talking to us. Exactly. And then we take a prescription drug if that's what we choose to do. We suppress the symptoms. So then we tell the body to be quiet. We don't want to hear what you have to say. Right, right, right. And so then what happens is, is it gets quiet and then it pops up in a louder way. And so I love symptoms. Absolutely. You know, it's like, tell me more, tell me more, because the symptoms is our bodies talking, trying to get our attention. 
And I also believe that the culture that we live in, not only is it so war-based, but it's also numb-based. Mm. We're numbing ourselves. Don't listen. Right. I was just going to say before you mentioned that about how many people are on antidepressants. Is it the most prescribed drug or pain, is pain medication the most prescribed drug? I think drug? it's antidepressants. It's also in the water, you know, that they've done studies that um, Paxil and so forth, it's well, in the it water. It must be yeah. because everyone's flushing it down the toilet, right? right? You know, when after they use the restroom right. and whatnot. Yeah. Right. And, and you're right. It's numb. Even when I work on clients energetically, I can see in their org field medications, you know, and I have to fight through the pharmacy drug to get to their emotions. And then I have to help them to fight through the pharmacy drug so that they can be present with their emotions. And a lot of physicians, uh, conventional physicians in particular, they don't want their patients to go off their antidepressants. When did we get to the place in our culture where we believe, it's hypnotic, we believe that it's essential Mm -hmm. to take those drugs do you know when that I, happened? I don't know, but I find it shocking. And and, and obviously we have a, a percentage of people in the world who have some chemical problems in their brain, small percentage, right. who need to like be medicated. Like 0.3% or yeah, something? That sounds great, yeah, yeah. that need medication yeah. to to work, yeah. to be, to be balanced. Yeah, and I want the audience to know, mm-hmm. and you and I both, I believe, are very balanced, both of us having a background in nursing, and it's not that I or you are against drugs. No, we're not. No. You know, it, I, I'm grateful, but it's really become a pharma industry. True. You know, it is a corporate structure that has convinced us that we must. But I believe that that corporate interest is not in our best interest. I agree. And and if we are going to take drugs, can we take it for a short period of time? If, if we start a pharmacology like an antidepressant because someone's going through a really difficult time and that's where they were at that moment, that's how they knew to help themselves and that was what their physician believed in, does it have to last for decades? Because that's what I see. I right. see people... Still depressed, by the way. Right, right. That's right. (laughs) They're on three different antidepressants now. (laughs) And it has never dealt with the issue. Right. John Lennon said this quote, John Lennon, the musician, um, rather than fighting against war, work toward peace. Oh, beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? Beautiful. And I think of that in terms of the medicine I do. Rather than fighting against the symptom, let's work toward wellness. Right. Where do you want to put your energy on the things you don't want or what you do want? Which is all about embracing the symptom. You know, if you can embrace it, like, oh, my body's talking to me. Ooh, isn't that interesting? Exactly. And you and I, we've sometimes had some health issues in our life. Right. And it maybe isn't always the first thing we think about is to embrace it. But we ultimately get there within a few days. Absolutely. And that's when the answers come because you're not blocking information. Right. And and once you have the information, then you know how to proceed. Right. Or you'll find somebody who will help you proceed. Absolutely. And so what I do all day is listen. I not only listen to what people are saying, I'm listening. What they're not saying. Exactly. (laughs) You know that. Right. Well, I know. You and I work very similarly on the intuitive realm. It's Yeah, I'll tell you how we're different, though. Okay. You are one of the most positive people I've met. (laughs) You know the power of thought. Mm-hmm. You really, really do. And mm-hmm. I believe that that power of positive thinking is your, your cells hear that. It's translated in the body. Absolutely. When you say, I can't, I have to fight this. Right. Believe you me, your body is hearing that. Oh, we're in a fight. Right. You know, and prepare. it responds. And it does respond by increasing cortisol, which is very toxic, right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, um, one of the lovely things about us, too, is that we both, as you said, you know, started out in nursing. You were fortunate enough to go off to Bastyr University and be trained by Dr. Bastyr. I did. So amazing. He was a beautiful, beautiful man. And he knew this. 
this, even though he may not have verbalized it, he knew this. He knew intuitively. To, yes, right. he intuitively knew that the body responds to what we give it, how we perceive it, what we say to it, what we say about it. Right, and most people are thinking negative thoughts just in general. In fact, um, sometimes when I'm... Absolutely. Because you brought up, oh, we're going to be talking about the weather because Eric and I always open about the weather. You know, my hope is that people get grounded, look up their window, get in the present moment. And we don't always agree on the weather. It's true. Because Marie will see the tiny potential of blue. blue. And it's the whole sky. And then Eric goes, no. And I'm like, yeah, he's right. Dang it. But it's beautiful. (laughs) It's true. Right? Yeah. 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 So, I was going off to work and I was talking to my husband about, you know, today's show. And he said to me, um, you know, sometimes people say, oh, gosh, I have to go to work versus I get to work today. Right. And how you hold it, your body hears it. Right. Right. Even faking it for a little while, you know, because there's days when things are challenging. And if you start on that negative pathway, it just gets worse. Right. And you kind of have to decide how negative do I want it to go? (laughs) Well, really, you exactly. know, where's my bottom line? Right. You know, and some people. That's a good, that's a good challenge for your, your for, the for listening the listeners. Yes. How, say that again. Yeah. How low are you going to go? What's your bottom line? What's your bottom yeah. line? Because my bottom line isn't very low, apparently. Uh-huh. You have a good stopgap. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's enough. That's enough disappointment and frustration and anger. Because I know I'm not going to, A, number one, my intuition is going to decrease significantly, at least for me personally, right. which is what it's meant for first and foremost. If I'm negative and speaking negatively, I also noticed I was going to ask you this question, too, because I'm thinking more and more about intuition these days. And what does it really mean? And how can I express it in ways that help other people understand it for themselves? It's great. It's a lot on my mind. And I notice when I'm interviewing, if you will, a new client, you know, for the first time I'm meeting them, I'm also paying attention to what's coming out of my mouth. Because for some reason, Interesting. and I was curious if I you know do what that. You mean. Yeah, what? Because I don't say the same thing to everyone, right? Right. And I don't know anything about that person other than a man is sitting across from me, or a woman, or I know their name now, right? And I I notice what I'm saying because it does pertain to them. Right. And so you might be speaking in their language, in, in other words? Right. Or I may be hitting on their key issues. I don't know what they are yet, but I'm talking about one particular thing. I usually talk about the chakras, and I find out that if I'm missing a point or I focus on one chakra, that it is related to them. So I keep note about that. And, and that's why I think that if we just speak negatively, then we're just enhancing that. That's why if you speak positively. Oh, right. right? Exactly. When a patient came in today, and um, I was showing her some blood work, mm-hmm. and I found myself saying to her, um, this is really good for the most part. Versus saying, oh, my goodness, here's some problems. You know, it's like, how do I choose to support them? Am I going to focus with negative reinforcement or am I going to build on a positive? Absolutely. You see? Absolutely. It's, It's to me, I'd much rather work toward health than fight against disease. Absolutely. And thank you so much for doing that, because you're teaching your clients to start to look at their bodies differently as these sacred, intelligent and powerful yeah. parts of themselves. And often what I'm having to work through is uh, different people's levels of numbness and shutting down that they may have shut down for decades out of their own fears. Hmm. So it sounds more psychological, but I have to get through that in order to get to the true cause of the 
disorder and into healing. I agree completely. And that's intuitive medicine. You know, that's Ah. what intuitive medicine is. You know, I think intuitive medicine has a lot to do with a practitioner who's healthy, who's as conscious as they can be, who works on self-awareness, who knows what their blocks are, because that's how they can identify where blocks are in someone else's. Right. It doesn't mean that we don't have those blocks. Right. But I'm open to them. Right. And I'm curious about it. You know when you have a block, you know, which is a big difference when someone's numb. They have no clue. They have no clue. And then what what are they doing fighting against? Mm -hmm. Oh, here, take this drug. Oh, here, do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're really sick. Right. Yeah. This is bad. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So we're going to take a break here on the Marie Manuchera Show. It's wonderful to talk with you. I know. I miss you. I haven't seen you in a few weeks. It's good. Yeah. And we are with wonderful, wonderful Dr. Sheila Denmerit. She's a naturopath here in Washington State. And we'll be right back. And if you want to call in, you can. We've got some lines open at 425-373-5527 or toll free 877-825-8828. That's 877-825-8828. Have you ever wondered who you were in a past life? Did you know that our past lives play a pivotal role in who we are today? We'll come learn about your past lives at Marie's Past Life Integration Workshop, Saturday, July 23rd, from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Courtyard by Marriott on Lake Union. In this day-long interactive workshop, Marie will share her interpretation of your past lives and offer healing techniques to serve as a catalyst for positive change in this lifetime. Sign up online at energyintuitive.com or call Marie's office at 425-825-5671 to register. There's an exciting new astrology hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. And visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. This is Alternative Talk, 1150. Got it? Cool. I love those little commercials from that person whose name escapes me at the moment, but I really like them. They're funny. They're really cute. You mean our uh, station IDs? Station IDs? Is that what they're called? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I really like them. They're fun. Oh, great. I wrote most of those. (laughs) You did? Oh, they're great, Eric. Thank you. We learn more about Eric every day. Okay, and here we are, being in the present moment. Being in the moment. Yes. Yeah, so off air we were talking about when... Um, what tools. Right, what tools? the tools and being in the moment, right? Right, right. Yeah, because is it really a war? I mean, clearly, you know, even right now, our country is at war. 
we know of at least three, maybe. <laughs> I mean, we don't know all but the places. But there's a lot of other things going on, too. True. And really, right now in our backyard, at least in, in the U.S., are we at war in the U.S.? No. So when you step outside, are you having to dodge machine guns? And I'm at war with weeds in my backyard, but <laughs> aside from that, no, thankfully. Hey, so do you have grass in your backyard? I, I think some of it consists of grass. <laughs> yeah. So you just might want to move it out, right? Like take out, I, That's what I did for my backyard. One summer, my girlfriend and I, we took out all the grass. We got uh, a sod cutter. I did that, too, and did put in that? a gorgeous garden. Uh, yeah, rock and garden. And so that yeah. is exactly what we want to do with our no, minds. no fighting, no pesticide, you mm. know. Take the weeds out of the garden of your mind. I oh, just, I love I that. just mow them all down. I don't, that's I don't beautiful. mind. As long as it's green, Eric, that's Eric, fine. help me out on this one. <laughs> <laughs> but I like his idea, though. Just mow it down, don't kill it, you know. That's right. I yeah. see. I was trying that's to figure good. out if we could sell Dan lines like at some little flea market you know, or something. are good for the liver. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And mine were definitely organic. <laughs> mine were organic. But you're right, exactly. it is. Yeah, that's so cute. So at any rate, you said it starts, or we said it starts in the present moment. You have to catch where you're thinking. You have right. to catch where where is your awareness. Is it on war? Is it on fighting? Is it on getting rid of that thing you don't like? Right. You know, and if that's where you're at, fine, good. Be present with that's where you're at. And if you would like to shift that instead into something that might be a little more um, creatively supportive, mm-hmm. such as moving toward what you do want. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so second nature with you. You may not even think that it's, you mm-hmm. know, as essential for people. But it I think is. it's the so ABC essential. of consciousness, right. right? And so paying attention to your thoughts, which nobody wants to do because everyone's addicted to their brain. Right. And, so and they believe their thoughts. They do. Are who they are. Which they're not. Right. And then to get out of their thoughts, they turn on the TV. And right. then they listen to other people's thoughts, which are mostly negative based. So it it's becomes this re, you know revolving right. circuit of negativity. The thing about television is telling a vision. Ooh. And what vision do you want to tell? Yeah, okay. Right. Do you want to be at the um, beck and call of someone else's vision, or get your own vision? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know, spring is coming. Their dandelions are coming out, and they're beautiful. You just mow them. We live in a green. <laughs> beautiful part of the world the natural world tells the truth in so many ways and so as we move into the natural world we can move out of a war consciousness and out of a fear-based consciousness into a more loving appreciative supportive consciousness absolutely why don't we go ahead to our to our first caller eric sounds like a good idea let's talk to natalie in tequila hi natalie how are you Hi, Marie and Dr. Sheila. Hi, Natalie. Hi. Uh, I'm doing great. Um, uh, my question is about my grandfather. We just found out that he's been diagnosed with um, stomach cancer. Mm-hmm. And he is 79 years old. And I was wondering, um, two questions, basically. From Marie's perspective, is I wanted if you can see his what his energy looks like mm-hmm. and and also, um, what can we do as a family to support him? And also, if there's any holistic from Dr. Sheila input for... I know it's going to be hard for him to make changes at this point of his life, you know, lifestyle and, and diet and all of that. But just just in general, if 
Yeah. We can provide some support for him. Well, first of all, we're, we're very sorry for the diagnosis. It's not a fun diagnosis. No, it's it's not. It tends to be more of a painful disease, actually, mm-hmm. to have cancer in that part of your body. Um, so we, we're sorry for that. And um, we, you obviously have a really strong, supportive family, which is amazing. What a blessing. And, and, you know, I think on a spiritual level, he just doesn't want, he's young, 79 is young. You know, the older I get, I'm like, oh my God, 80 is young. (laughs) (laughs) Good attitude to have. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Um, You know, so I think your grandfather is young. I do think that when people start to get serious ailments, then they're, you know, they're at times reevaluating how long they want to stay here on the planet because we haven't quite figured out how to leave our bodies without dying our bodies, which is what we will do when we grow more consciously in, in a larger percentage of the population, we're not going to wait till we get a disease or hit by a car or whatnot. We're just going to step out and walk to the next dimension. So unfortunately, at this point in time of our consciousness, we get diseases or other things that help us to leave our body. That's what we do. So that was my first thought when I um, heard you is I think your, fa- your grandfather is getting ready yeah. to make that transition, whether that's a year from now or two years from now or, you know, three years from now, um, you know, he's getting ready for that. Um, yeah, the dietary changes so he can have better um, comfort with his stomach. And I'm, I'm sure that... Um, I have a question because um, you said how you, you asked about how your family could better support him. So I'm wondering how your family feels about him having the stomach cancer. Well, uh, we like I said, we just found out today he's been in the hospital. Uh, I think it's um, a lot of fear uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> from, yeah. from, I'm trying to stay positive, but I can sense my mom and, and my grandma, you know, they're, they're just scared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, stomach cancer on an energetic level, it's about repressed emotional pain. So, yeah. and when we look at people who get ulcers, right, they have a lot of stress and anxiety, but they're not expressing it and they don't have healthy coping mechanisms. So their stomach ulcers, literally it starts to open up and bleed. And so that's why your grandfather got cancer from my perspective. Mm-hmm. And he's had ulcers when he was younger. Yeah. And, and that actually keeps you at risk because also if, if, he, if he also did more conventional medicine, which he did, from what I can see, he probably took medicine that reduced the hydrochloric acid, which leaves you more at risk, actually, for stomach cancer because you need the hydrochloric acid to kill bacteria and toxins. Right. It's so interesting. Marie is going down a more medical road, and I'm going, <laughs> in my mind, I'm going down a much more spiritual road. Such so a it's, great it's team. Great. It's yeah. exactly. Um, your, fan, your mom and your grandmother are afraid. That's what I heard you say, right? Mm-hmm. So how I think that your family could support your grandfather is for them to work through their fear, whatever their fear is, so that they can be in a very loving place for him. Mm-hmm. Because the more loving they are, the more his spirit can be at ease. And you really want someone's spirit to be at ease as they transition. Not saying he's transitioning today or tomorrow or a week or a month, but it's a process. And I think if... If in that process they're fighting against this, then it will be more agitating for him. Mm-hmm. He needs to know that he's loved. He's done a phenomenal job. We're all so proud of him. You know, what an amazing patriarch he is. Mm-hmm. And that's the energy that you want to work with him on. But it shouldn't be fighting so that he can live another, you know, I don't know, seven years. Because truth is, is we're all going to be exiting, right? 
You know, Natalie, I loved what Sheila said because that could actually help him prolong his life. Because, you know, the stress that he's a very nice man, your grandfather, by the way. And I think he's just going to smile a lot and no one's even going to know that he's in a lot of pain. So back to my medical part about being more assertive about are you in pain and maybe kind of watching him now to see that if pain increases, that you guys will be able to know some telltale personal signs that he has of his own. So you can encourage him to take medication if he needs to. And because it's stomach, you're going to want to use protein smoothies to help um, that's Mm. already digested. Mm. I don't know if they're going to want to remove his stomach or what they're going to want to. Do, yes, I think they're looking at a surgery, and it's going to be either it's going to be big portion of his stomach. Yeah, yeah, and that that's going to that is going to be challenging. You know. In terms of food intake, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And then they're probably yeah. going to want follow-up radiation, which yeah. is also hard on that particular part of the body doesn't like radiation What I would well. say to him if I were you is Papa or whatever you call him, um, you know, we love you and we're supportive of you and whatever you decide, we're there for you. And just have it be about what he wants and what he needs and not have him do, you know, things that he would think you would want. Well, that's what he's going to do, though. That's how, when I look at him. But I love what you said. Like that opens up all the doors. Right. But I would look at him. He's a pleaser and he wants to make everybody else happy and do all the right things. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. He's a yes. sweetheart. So that's why I want you guys to watch his face and his manner- mannerisms so that you can help him take help him to take more pain medication if he needs it because he's probably not going to ask for much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for him to do, you know, real radical surgeries that may prolong his life, you know, two, three months, but cause a lot of pain and suffering, you got to weigh all that out. I would be talking to the doctors and have them tell you, well, hey, look, with this surgery, what can we expect? Is this going to be months or years? Mm-hmm. Okay. So someone That's has to have question. a clear mind yeah. on this. And if your mom and your grandma are fear, making decisions from a fear-based reality is going to get you more fear. True, yeah, Renee? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's challenging. And maybe get a, a second opinion, too, you know, in other words, if the doctors say, oh, he's going to do great, he's going to have 10 more years of life. I mean, I love that. But could we get a second opinion as well? Either way, you know, I think a second opinion is a good idea before you make large decisions like having a big surgery. And I do support people while they are going through cancer treatment. And there are a lot of doctors out there that do. Yeah. And there are protocols and, you know, various things that you can take that help. But this is too soon into the process to even know what it is that he might need. Right. So we'll cross that bridge when, you know, you need it. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hang in there, Natalie. Yeah, all of our love to you, really. And your whole family. You guys, you have a great family. You're very fortunate. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 425-373-5527 or toll-free 877-825-8828. That's 877-825-8828. 8828. Now we've got Annette on the line calling from Tacoma. Hi, Annette. How are you? Hi, I'm great. Thanks so much for taking my call, both of you. Sure. Um, I have just wanted to know if I could get a general reading, um, but then I kind of narrowed it down to um, progesterone, estrogen, if I'm in balance. I do a natural um, progesterone and uh, just kind of, you know, all kind of a game trying to get it right 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because isn't it true, Sheila, that the, it, it fluctuates it with totally the woman? It totally fluctuates. And it's real, you have yeah. to like use your intuition, I think, to really balance well, also, out your hormones. You can listen to the symptoms that are going on, oh. but you also really want to know what the delivery system is. But I'm curious, Annette, because you asked the question, is do you think that your estrogen and progesterone levels are in balance? Um, I I don't, and I, um, back when I was about 35, I had some problems with some pregnancies, and they felt that maybe my um, progesterone was so low mm-hmm. that I had lost the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's the cause. I'm kind of thinking maybe it wasn't, but I know that I've never been in, in balance. Mm-hmm. Right, um, so you're not in balance now? No, no, right. not at all. Right. Um, Yes. So, so you, I'm, I'm asking um, Sheila. this of Sheila. Yeah. yeah. So you believe that p- women know? Absolutely. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah, they know, and then they just are asking us for confirmation, and then it puts the responsibility on me, right? <laughs> and that's exactly why I'm calling. Yes. Because yeah. you wanted me to have the responsibility. <laughs> yeah, please. But you, you just her. did it. You just did it for me. So how could she balance it, though? Well, in what ways do you think you're not in balance? Um, well, I'm 48. I'm, you know. Um, my cycles have changed, um, and I went from, you know, a real heavy cycle to, um, to now it's real light, but it's lasting for two weeks. Um, and, and I think, you know, maybe I do have it down. I don't know if there's something else mm. I, you know, should be doing. It doesn't sound like you're in balance, but, you know, we fo- we tend to focus on estrogen, progesterone, balance, not balance. And there's it's a delicate, beautiful, complicated dance, and there's more going on than just estrogen, progesterone. You know, you're looking at the whole endocrine system. You're looking at your adrenals and the stress in your life. Yeah, you're lo- adrenals when I'm... Yeah. When I'm in your body, I'm definitely in adrenals. Yeah. So um, when I'm working with people, as w- with with Marie, um, it's not just um, you know a one stop shop. Let's deal with estrogen, progesterone. You really want to look at the full totality of mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. and also the amount of fat that you have on your body will also impact the estrogen and and what kind of estrogen it oh, is. Oh, really? I had mm-hmm. no idea. Yeah, huh. more toxic estrogen. So before I put a person on a natural. Uh, uh, estrogen or progesterone combination. Um, I'll do some testing to find out what kind of estrogen you have. Um, but what I got as you were talking, I, I did think that your estrogen progesterone levels were off, but that you're moving toward a new level of balance. So what you think mm. it used to be is mm. different than what it's becoming. Mm. 48 is a very powerful time in your life, 48 to 52 big time in your life. Things are changing. Hormones are changing. You're not going to get it right once and then it's set for the rest of your life. It's in flux and you got to work toward a new level of balance, but not just with your hormones, but with your life. So Annette, do you think that you get stressed out easily? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm in adrenals, you know, and so your adrenal adrenals glands are the feel... back door to the uh, ovaries. Right, right. I love that phrase. That's so it's such a cool phrase. And so that I would work on, you know, beefing up those adrenal glands because that's going to help with your estrogen and progesterone levels anyway. But yeah, that's what I yeah. and, and maybe that's and so part the question of that level. is, is how do you beef up your adrenals? Mm. <clears throat> well, number one, reducing the stress, your reaction yes. to yeah, things. Absolutely. Right. You have yep. to it starts with your thoughts again. Right. right? Back right. to the thoughts. We do have control over them. So breathing will help what you let in in terms of the amount of stress you'll let in. Um, 
And then you know the herbs. How much caffeine you're taking oh, right, in, caffeine. how much alcohol and sugar, it's all impacting the adrenal. So uh. there's a lot of shifting to create a new level of balance for you. I do use herbs to support the adrenals, but it depends on when your adrenals are peaking. They're supposed to be lowest at night. If you're not sleeping well at night, then we go after adrenal support at night. I'll use herbal formula. There's ashwagandha. There's rhodiola. There's... Um, GABA, there's the B vitamins. I mean, there's so much. But again, Marie and I are into bio-individual medicine. So what you might need, Annette, may be very different from what someone else will need. And I know you were calling because you just thought estrogen, progesterone, right? Right. But it would just be like saying, well, tell me about my baby finger and not tell me about my hand. (laughs) You know? And we not only see your hand, but we see your arm and it's connected to your shoulder. And oh, by the way, you have a head, Right. You know, so adrenals for adrenals. you, which is exciting. Yes. That's probably that new level. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. A it's new exciting. level of balance starts with the way you handle stress. Yeah. Amazing, isn't it? Just amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much, Annette, for calling Take in. Take good care of yourself. Thank you yes. for the information. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Thank you. And have a wonderful day. And we're going to take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We have beautiful, beautiful Dr. Sheila Denmere on a gorgeous day with a lot of blue sky, not too many clouds. And we'll be right back. Join Marie once a quarter in 2011 for her new Thursday evening class, Stepping Into Consciousness. This two-hour-long seminar will teach you how to positively live in this reality and how to reawaken yourself from the dreamlike state where most of us humans reside. Come interact with like-minded people and you may even receive a mini-reading. Upcoming Stepping Into Consciousness classes will be held on May 19th, August 18th, and October 20th from 7 to 9 p.m. at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. The Gary Mance Show, it's the home of mastery and mystery. On Saturday, Manson Mitchell in the morning welcomes Hillary Ramo, our paranormal travel agent, to talk about the sacred places she has seen around the world. Then Mickey Jacobs makes her first appearance with us to talk about the spirits and guides that are always around us supporting our life on this plane of existence. An extraordinary talent. What a find. That's Manson Mitchell in the morning, Saturday at 10, followed by the Gary Mance Show at 11 Pacific. The Healing from Within, supporting a healthy brain DVD, is now available for purchase. Marie and Dr. Sheila Dunn-Merritt's third DVD covers the human brain in its entirety. They describe the brain as being a universe filled with multi-sensory abilities. Learn why neurotransmitters and serotonin levels can affect your mood. Gain knowledge about what vitamins and minerals are imperative to healthy aging. Exercises and meditations are included. If you haven't picked up your copy of the first two DVDs on detoxification or heart health, they're available online at www.energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. Hi, I'm Lauren Archer. I'm a hypnotherapist that helps people change their energy by changing their mind. And I'm Lorelei Spiegelman, and I am an energy healer who helps people change their mind by changing their energy. Together, we're the Soul Sirens of Seattle, and we invite you to join us on our show, Inner Spirit Medicine, Mondays at 3, right here on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. To find out more about us, join us at our website at soulsirens.tv. Real people, real life, real radio. Really? 
Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle. Gorgeous. I mean, from everyone's perspective, it's a gorgeous day. And we have Dr. Sheila Dunn-Merritt here with us. And she's taking your calls and giving you suggestions. We're talking about healing. So, Eric, did you write that last one, too? The really, really one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I love it. It's great. (laughs) What did you call it again? The station IDs. Station IDs. I just love it. Yeah, that's great. So why don't we go back to the phone lines? Uh, let's talk to Gail now, calling from Matlock, Washington. I'm not sure where that where is. Where is but, that? Uh, Hi, Gail. Does Andy Griffith live there? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Marie. Hi, Dr. Sheila. Hi. Where is Matlock? It's um, South, near think. Shelton. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Shelton's beautiful. I've, there's a lot of cool people that live in Shelton. That's an amazing town of people. Wow. So I'm sure Matlock is, too. I'm right on a lake. It's really beautiful here. Nice. Cool. So what can we do for you? Well, um, I would like your insights on what past life issues my husband and I are currently working on. Are you sure it's past life? Because it sounds like it's in this life. That's exactly what I was thinking. I think it's something that has carried through, actually. (laughs) But if I could be wrong, that's why I'd like your your insight. Sure. Well, I always think that whatever you're working on in this lifetime is a reflection of previous lifetimes. So you're absolutely correct. However, we want to approach it as a current lifetime problem because you could, here's the interesting thing about people coming together. You could know each other from another lifetime, but you may not. However, your buttons that can get pushed could be very similar from a previous lifetime. So I would definitely focus on this lifetime. I'm going to tell you what I think and you can disagree with me. And And then I'm going to tell you what I think. (laughs) But don't disagree with me. (laughs) I was waiting for her to say that. (laughs) No, I'm just saying that because... um, well, I, I don't. I always say that because I like to give people, you know, the opportunity to own their own belief systems. And I'm right here with you. Yeah, and sometimes people put intuitives on this pedestal, like we know everything. Right. And you know, I know a lot of stuff, but I don't know everything. And I think that people you could be wrong. I could be wrong. Right. I love it that you say. Yeah, that. and I I want people to know that I believe. That they know it. They just don't always exactly. know they know it, right? It's, yeah. it's the same you know, thing. I'll know I know it. Absolutely. Right. So what I'm going to, so I'm apologizing because I'm going to say something kind of mean about your husband. And, and again, I'm apologizing. And, and again, you can disagree with me. I think that you've kind of outgrown him. And, and I know that's not fair. You're Uh-oh, married. Oh, I'm getting a hot flash. <laughs> Uh-oh, yeah. And it doesn't mean you have to do anything about it either. It, we, sometimes we outgrow people or we, we grow out of, here's, he's being very stubborn. And he doesn't want to see what you're seeing. And for you, it's clear as, as a day. And you're encouraging him. You're going, honey, come over here. It's a green field of wildflowers. Literally, that's what I'm seeing in my head. I'm seeing him standing on like a, a concrete road that's breaking up that needs to be repaved. And you're in this gorgeous field with gorgeous, um, you know, wildflowers. And you're like, honey, come over here. And he just refuses. He's just standing on this concrete road going, no, it's concrete. No, it's a field of wildflowers. So it's a perception. You have consciously expanded your perception beyond his. And and you're trying to help him to see where you are. He doesn't want to see where you are. He wants to see it from his old perspective. And I think what's going to have to happen is that you're going to have to stop wanting him to come to the wildflower patch. You're going to have to let him be uncomfortable on the concrete road and let him make his own decision without your guidance. That rings crystal clear. And I think that's been part of your dance in this marriage is you keep going, honey, here's the wildflowers over here. And he has in the past. Oh, great wildflowers. Thank you. (laughs) 
<laughs> and now he needs to find his own wildflowers, and they're going to look or different not. than yours. Or not. Exactly. Right. Um, and you have to be okay with that. You have to be okay with not helping him to learn. And that's I the understand part. that completely. I've kind of come to that good on my own. Good. But it's it's always good to sort of, you know, get that other perspective. Mm-hmm. I think you really like to help people. You're in love with him. He's in love with you. And you don't want to leave him out on the concrete road. And that is really... Well, it's really pretty here with all the wildflowers. It's pretty. <laughs> and it, you know, it brings you peace. And then he's all stressed out and in total anxiety. And you're fine. And he has no idea how you got there. But he can't get there anymore with just you. It's he he needs you've grown grown so far behind you know ahead of him if you will that he needs to find a parallel road next to yours and that will deepen and enrich in your relationship but you're going to have to grieve your old way of helping him get there. I can do that. Okay. So I want to say a few things. Uh, thank you, thank Maria. you. Maria sure. is amazing. Um, <clears throat> I agree 100%. As you first started to talk, I was making some notes, and then Marie was fabulous in her verbalization of it. And I thought, if you want to know about your past life, follow your resistance. Oh, wow. Whatever you're resistant to is probably your growth edge. So if you're resistant to him... um, not being uh, if you're attached to him knowing something that's a place where you're resistant and i want to encourage you to breathe and let go of how you think it should be that is the past life bleeding through yeah i, I agree does that completely. make sense Yes, I completely understand what you're saying. Painful and difficult. Yeah, but fun. You know, I don't think it's that painful. Oh, good. Yeah, it's really good. And that's going to free him to look down and go, oh, this is concrete. Honey, how did you get over there? But you know what? He may or he may not. He may or he may not get it. That, that's true, but I do think that if you can't, Gail, if you can really do what Dr. Merritt was talking about, which you're interested in, which is great, because that's half the work, really, just the curiosity, right? Right. Um, is uh, I do think he'll look down and go, oh, there's concrete. Oh, okay. And and I my hope is that he builds a parallel road, you know, the, so that his philosophies now begin, begin to become his versus philosophies that you shine, shine light to him and he thinks are cool and he can jump on the back of the truck. It'd be really fun if he can come up with his own. Then he can teach you, too. Wow. You're, you're right on the money. Good luck. Yeah, we wish That's you a wonderful great day. question. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, and thank you. Big hug from this end. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, let's talk to Maya in Seattle, or perhaps it's Mia. Is Maybe it Maya? Mia. Yeah. It's Mia? Mia? Hi, yes, hi, hi, Mia. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Great, thank you. What can we do for you today? Well, I have a question. Um, I've had bacterial vaginosis pretty chronically for two years. I've stopped taking baths or having sex. But I was wondering if there's That's any no other. That's no fun. <laughs> it's no fun. But, you know, it's, my doctor told me three months to um, not do any of those things. But I was wondering if you guys have any more advice about, I don't know, some kind of supplement or dietary thing or something else I can do. I'm looking at Sheila. Yeah, and I was taking notes thinking that Marie was going to read as to why this was really going on. Well, I'll give my two cents if you I'd love it. Don't, and I mean, I'll give my three. Yeah, okay. perfect. Okay. 
Oh, you so want you, me to start? Yeah, you first. <laughs> it, bacterial vaginosis is, is actually kind of interesting because it's opposite of what normally is done to treat it. Normally, if we have an issue there, we take probiotics. And with bacterial vaginosis, you're not supposed to, right? Hello? Huh. Mia? Oh, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I am yeah. sure on that. It's the opposite of how it's norm, how one would treat an infection. Um, and I, I'm just curious why you got it. That's like, you, you know, the kind of doctor I am, it's, I, I want to go to cause rather than treat because I, I need to know why mm-hmm. it's happening for, for you. Um, so how old are you? 35. And you've had it for two, three years? Yeah, about two years. Um, I, I mean, I took baths every night. I'm not sure if that was part of it. Um, and I was on antibiotics twice, and that didn't work. Right. And, you know, so I was kind of at a loss. And um, I've just recently started, I just was dealing with, with work acid, which I think wasn't healthy. And so now I'm trying to hopefully just let it, you know, Heal on its own, right? It. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I just am not sure. Um, I, I would have to get um, some studies done and take a look at um, what bacteria was found. I know that you do not use probiotics. Um, okay. I know that you do not use probiotics with a bacteria vaginosis and you know, I don't think it was just baths. I believe that there was some irritation going on. Right. Yeah. Some irritation, female irritation going on, and it manifested in this diagnosis, which historically is more difficult to treat and it can become, you know, more uh, chronic. Mm-hmm. And, um, I have treated it. I usually we'll use energy medicine, like a homeopathic remedy mm-hmm. or a series of remedies. I do look at your diet to make sure that acid alkaline balance is in place, but I think that there is some stuck emotional energy there. Yeah, women um, tend to repress anger in their reproductive organs. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, and, and of course, and unfortunately, we lost um, Maya. You know, but she's probably hearing yeah, us. Yeah, she's probably listening to us. So oh, hi there, she's Maya. calling back in, actually. Okay. Um, so yeah, so we um, yeah, so we, we notice that in women, you know, at least energetically, that's where we put it is in our reproductive organs. And so I would be curious about what happened at thirty two or thirty three right. that could have, you know, probably there was something started a little bit sooner than that, you right. know, maybe even at 30 or 29. Issues around children. Yeah, I got children. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it because she had kids or, or didn't have kids right, and wanted them. Right, I'm not sure what it was. Right, but that's the cause. Yeah. So rather than say, oh, here, take this herb, it works every time. Because notice, everyone, nothing works every time. There's yeah. a reason for that, <laughs> right. right? So right. you really become investigational um, intuitives to try and figure out why did this happen in this way, and then I can uh, find the appropriate treatment. Oh, uh, Mia, you're there, aren't you? Hello? No. Oh, hello. Oh, hi. Hi. So, oh, so, I'm back. Yeah. So, did you have kids, or do you have children? No, not yeah. children, and probably don't want children either. Okay. So. And was that hard for you, or was that an issue? Like when this started, or right around that time period, was that a challenge for you? Um, I think it was a challenge to be a little bit different than what I saw happening around me. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. um, and that's kind of still a bit challenge to be a bit more unconventional, but right. Um. I think that was more of a challenge than not actually having children. Right. So you see that as a little unconventional then? Yes, as far as the, the 
the group of friends that I know and see around mm-hmm. me. Yeah, and because and Dr. Sheila and her husband don't have children, but you don't think that's non-conventional? No, do you? I celebrate it. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, right. I'm, I'm the great mama of all. Yeah, <laughs> start with myself, right? And maybe that's part of what Mia needs to do is find an, a way that you get to mother, and I don't mean children, but something, maybe even trees, you know, to really allow that mothering energy to come forward. Can, There's an issue about loving and celebrating yourself as a woman. Yeah, right, right. There you go. Right, right. Because we have this idea that we're supposed to have. I've told all my and I have daughters. None of you need to get married, and none of you need to have kids. Now, their Aren't father you a would, great mom. Yeah, I actually I love think you for I that. Am. I think you I are am. a great mom. Their dad would disagree with me, but you know, uh, you know, he doesn't know that I'm telling them that, and he doesn't. Listen. He might know now. Well, he doesn't listen to my show, <laughs> but um, yeah, he he doesn't know. So. So do you think that you could do that, celebrate not being a mom? Well, no, no. Say it in a positive. Celebrate being who you are. Yeah. Celebrate being the amazing woman that you are. Yes. You know, and there are some things you can do for the bacterial vaginosis, but I think it's got to start with you loving yourself because there is some irritation going on there. Yeah, that's okay. what, so that's what we're thinking and, and have some fun. And, and maybe I think that you'll also realize that it's not a non-conventional choice, even in your group of friends, that it's healthy. It, when people know if they want to have children or not, that's very healthy. There's a lot of people who have children that wish they hadn't had children. It's too hard for them. It's, it's a huge, gigantic job. And, uh, and then it represses some growth, too, it can, because you can't really spend a lot of time with yourself. So that's, yeah. that's our diagnosis anyway. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day. Okay, you too. All righty. Bye-bye. Okay, let's go to our next caller. We've got uh, Casey on the line right now calling from Redmond. Hi, Casey. How are you? I'm great. How are you, ladies? Good. 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 I'm calling because I, you might be able to hear it in my voice, but I've had two colds in the last three weeks, and that's not normal for me, mm-hmm. um, and I'm wondering if there's something energetic that something's trying to tell me. Mm-hmm. I think it was one cold, and it, it didn't. It, it never really went away. It may have gotten better for a while, but then it came back. Okay. And a lot of times when people are going through um, seasonal changes, the, that transitional time is a time when often people will get... Um, their immune system can be a little challenged to step into the new uh, season. And it is an allergy time, too. Um, so what are your symptoms? Well, the, the week before last week, it was a pretty intense cold. It was more of a body ache, and I didn't have any energy, and it felt really, really depleting. Um, then it was gone. It literally was gone for a week. And then this week, it's just one that one nostril is plugged up and that seems to be about it. So I'm just, wow. I'm just wondering what the deal is. Cause there's something in the back of my mind that just says, this is mm-hmm. a message of some sort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? What kind of message do you think it is? <laughs> it's so much better when you guys tell me the message than me. <laughs> I, know. I know, but I'm just curious. I'll help you clarify the message okay. if I know what you're thinking. Something to do with um, letting go and being a little more kind to myself. Mm. Wow. And I just, 
I already know this message, and I'm working on that, so I really don't think the cold is a helpful message. <laughs> How are you working on it? <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, I think the first step is just to be aware, right? See, the reason why I'm asking you is because you're actually healing a lot of other people right now. Yeah, you are, totally. So thank you for oh. being willing to answer. <laughs> okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, I mean, it's definitely a challenge for me. I think I've made a lot of progress you in have. that area just yeah. by um, starting to be aware that that has been an issue. But I guess I don't really know what else to do at this point besides slowing down, which exactly. is really mm-hmm. That was the message that I got initially when you told me you were really sick and achy. I thought, yeah. oh, because you needed to slow down, right? Because right. now you have to sit on the couch, you know, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And and I think you just you need just time to yourself, even if it's once a week for an hour you need and not in an exercise class or. Well, seriously, you know, I mean, yeah, that has been my time. Yeah. Myself, maybe in that. a wetland park with your beautiful dog, because I know who you are with with, yeah. with your beautiful dog, you know, just smelling the new blossoms on the trees, you know, and, yeah. and not thinking about anyone else, maybe even without the dog, so you don't have to pick up his poop. It's like slowing down. Yeah. You know, and it's she, funny because that sounds so wonderful and great. I don't know why it's such a challenge to actually go and do that. So I'm going to ask you, so why do you think it's a challenge? <laughs> because I, you do know. Yeah. Here's the deal. I think I'm a control freak with my family, and I just want to take care of them, and I think if I'm gone for an hour, the whole yeah. house is going to fall apart. Right. So you know the saying when you get on an airplane that you have to adjust your mask first before helping yeah. others? Hello. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so you know what to do. You're so smart. I mean, I bring up the wetland park because I've seen you in the wetland park. It's one of my favorite places to walk, actually. Yeah. And And I know how much you love it there because I've seen your energy while you're walking in that park. And, uh, wow, yeah. yeah, so, and, and then when I mentioned it, you just can't wait to go there, but then you just think of all the responsibility. You have to feel like you're a terrible mother. In other words, you won't be a terrible mother or wife or, or coworker, but if you feel right. like you are, you're on the right track. If you feel like you're okay. abandoning your responsibilities, woohoo, because that's what you need to do <laughs> for a period of time every week. And, you know, okay. you might say to yourself, you're stepping into a new level of balance. Oh, yeah. Great. You know, know, have that be your mantra. I'm stepping into a new level of balance because you'll be teaching your family um, more uh, more effectively about how to be if you model that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. So the cold, the cold is a blessing. The cold is a blessing for you. It's so funny because my nostril just decided to clear up a little bit. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> you know, that's how... And inner, I totally believe you. Yeah, that's how medicine and healing works. You start to see results right away. Right. You know, when you yeah. have people Energy in your office... Energy medicine immediately. Yeah, right. immediately. Thank your body for yeah. being such a great... Uh, responsive. And then we know you're on the right food. track. And we're so happy and proud of you. You're amazing. And maybe I'll catch you at the wetland park. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great day. Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye. So, Sheila, you're going to be a guest host when I'm in Italy. I know. So, people, please call in. I don't want to be alone here. <laughs> well, Eric's going to help you. He might. Maybe you guys will sing a little bit. 
What do you think? <laughs> it could Eric? be the karaoke edition. Excellent. Of the I think show. I'd be do much better talking about medicine and energy. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I heard your voices. I thought it was beautiful. Oh. So, um, yeah, that'll be on May twelfth. You're going to be. Forward to I know. It. You'll too. be in Rome, and I'll I will be, be here. in Rome out to dinner with Kimberly. Oh, we'll actually, which will be you. so much fun. And then I'll fly home um, the very next morning, and Great. then come back the next week on the show. So. Th- Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, I'm so delighted to be oh, able to do it. I just it. love it. I love it. And we're going to have some announcements towards the fall. You know, oh, uh, you and I, yes. we have some announcements about some work we're going to be doing together. So we're looking forward to sharing that with everyone. And um, great. Have a great time on the show on the 12th. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you, everyone, for calling in, for listening, for being a part of the show. Your energy means a lot to all of us. Have a wonderful day. Joyful blessings. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.